we're continuing with Aligned, our series. And I really believe that the worship team has taken us in this morning. And God has a word for you today. He has a word for you. You are not going to leave here the same. You are going to leave here changed, on fire, excited, victory-filled, huffing and puffing, getting out there, proclaiming, telling good stuff. Jesus is alive today. Hallelujah. Let's pray this morning so it's not just my words, but most importantly, they're God's words. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, today that we can come into your house of prayer and that we can come and hear the living word of God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have our hearts. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have purchased for us a bright future and a destiny. We ask, Lord, today that you would speak to us in your word today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're doing a series called Aligned. Aligned. Another word for alignment or aligned is alliance, arrangement, adjustment. So what does it mean to be in alignment or aligned with God? It is when our hearts are right with God, where our spirits, soul, body work together in peace and harmony. We are three-part beings, spirit, soul, and body. When we are aligned with God, the spirit rules the soul and the body. God's blueprint or the original recipe. God has a plan and a purpose for us. And most importantly, the very scripture we're going to use this morning, I believe God's going to speak to you today, is Matthew eleven twenty-eight. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, please open with me. We're going to spend a bit of time in this passage Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, the Word of God says this, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. Come to me. Come to me. Not to me, but to Jesus. Jesus is speaking here. Do you get the the sense, the atmosphere, there is power when he says, come to me. It's not just me saying it. It's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the almighty Lion of Judah. He says it. So why did Jesus say, come to me? He knew and he knows exactly what we need and what is good for us. He sees further, he sees further than we can with our physical eye. He sees all, he knows all, he sees further and deeper than you and I understand. When I hear this, I cannot remain stationary. Jesus says, come to me, I cannot stay still. There is a challenge to move toward him towards him, to become aligned with him, to be walking in step with him, to be aligned. Because when we are in step, when we are in unison, when we are moving with God, things happen, things change. 
We sung a song where the, uh, the shackles come off and fall down, where prison doors are burst open, where hope is restored, destinies are released. We cannot change. We must move. We must decide to either move or remain the same. Amen. So I have a question this morning. Do you hunger for change? Do you hunger for change? Come to me. John 6.35, the Bible says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Are you looking for change in your personal life? in your circumstances? Are you hungering for change? Are you ready to step into what God has for you? And for you, and for you. He sees further. John 6.37, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. He's not going to call you and tell you to go away. He's not going to call you and turn his back and run away. He's not going to call you and say, I'm only joking. He's saying, come to me. This is the call of this generation. This is the call of every man, woman, and child. We need to hear this this morning. Jesus is saying, come to me. There is no other answer. There is no other way. There is no other door of escape. There is no other ladder which leads to heaven. There is only one way, and that name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is an invitation this morning. An invitation of invitations. This is not just like getting an invitation from the Queen. This is not just like getting an invitation to some kind of big do down the city parliament house. This is the invitation that lasts for eternity. And Jesus is calling you and he's giving you the invitation. Come to me. Write your name on that invitation. RSVP, that invitation. RSVP, for today is the day of salvation. Hallelujah. This is an invitation. This is the statement that brings hope and life. Hallelujah. Hope and life. Whenever the words of God are spoken because they are living words, they bring hope and life. They do not remain dormant. They do not remain buried under the dirt. They do not remain hidden, but they are there for us to seek, to find, to dig, to chase after. Come to Jesus this morning. There are so many voices, but when I hear Jesus say, come to me, this is the voice I want to hear. Can you hear him this morning. There are so many voices competing for our attention and our time and our commitment. So whose voice are you listening to this morning? As we desire to align ourselves to God, as we desire to be aligned to him, to his will, to his purpose, who are you listening to this morning? Are you looking for answers or answers? Everyone is. Are you looking for the answers to your questions? 
to your problems. And I'm not talking about blab it and grab it. I'm not talking about just, yeah, I've got a problem, I'm going to go and grab any answer that comes. We're talking about Jesus who has all of the answers because he is the answer to this generation called mankind. Without Christ's sacrifice on Calvary's cross, there would be no hope for any of us. There is so much more than just an invitation. You know, the disciples, one after another, left their old life and lifestyle. Their lives were radically changed, and we can read all about it because they came to Jesus. Old Testament examples. Moses turned to the burning bush. His life was never the same again. Samuel responding to God's voice, here I am. He was never the same again. When Jesus calls you, you'll be never be the same again. This is the creator of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth speaking, and he is waiting this morning. He is waiting for your response. He is waiting to hear from you. He is calling you this morning. Can you hear him? He says, come to me. Hallelujah. In a short time, in a very short time, there'll be an opportunity, an invitation to respond to this message, to come to this altar, to make a decision for Christ, where you'll be able to slip out of your seats. You'll be able to come forward. You'll be able to move. You'll be able to move forward because that's what it is. When we come to Jesus, we do not go backward, but we go forward and he leads us on. Through every mountain, through every valley, through every difficulty, He leads us on. Sometimes the outward circumstance may not change, but He'll give you a new vision, a new sight where you will see the possibilities. You will see that what mankind says is impossible is but possible through God. There is an invitation to move from your current position and move forward to hearing and seeing what God has for you. Hallelujah. Come to the altar. Because this is where we surrender and we find grace and forgiveness and freedom. And we come in for alignment. We come in for alignment. We need that so badly. Matthew eleven twenty eight, the second half says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And we'll leave it there. Now we're going to go deeper, much deeper. We're weary and burdened is the perfect way to describe the state of men and women today. In the world around us and more than ever before, Jesus himself is calling us to stop and to look for him. It's okay to stop, but we need to look to Jesus. You know, when it says here, all you who labor, we're not talking about physical labor. Jesus was not saying, okay, guys, down tools. He's not saying, that's not fair, no more labor. We need to have a stop work meeting. Jesus is not saying any of that. Or better conditions. He's not saying any of that. But when we think about current employment and how we labor at various tasks, we can think about our own struggles. But it's not necessarily that. It goes deeper. When we think of labor time-consuming and effort, this is true. But the labor here is about the issues of life, concerning the very issues. Jesus calls them the weightier issues of the heart. They are the very issues, the things that consume us, 
the, the, the problems that we walk through, the, the family, uh, ongoing family things that we have to live through and that we try to wrestle through, our day-to-day grind, those things that sap the energy from you while you are trying to get through the day. But Jesus wants us to come to him for alignment, to come to him for alignment. Mankind is under pressure by the sweat of their brow. It's part of the curse. It's always going to be work like that. It's always going to be hard yakka. It's always going to be get out there, do it. Come on, weeds can grow when you don't even water them. I don't know how that is, but they do that. It's a pity that uh, weeds weren't as popular as lawn because I'm sure that we'd all be fantastic gardeners. But heavy laden also refers to being a burden a burden we're not just talking about sin although sin is a burden it is the burden of burdens which christ came to set us free from and the forgiveness and repentance that we so desperately need but jesus is talking about the inner man the inner woman that comes that carries the issues of life within their hearts and he says come to me Come to Jesus for alignment this morning. Whenever you're in trouble, whenever you're worried, whenever you're fearful, whenever you're in uh, dire straits, forget about everything else and come to Jesus because he's the only one that can steer you back onto the straight and narrow. He's the only one that can put you back onto the narrow path. Remember Pastor Ian mentioned that, the narrow path. Many people want to go by the broad path or the broad way, which is anything goes but the narrow path requires determination requires discipline requires decision requires action requires movement in a forward direction requires resolution it requires fire and a faith that will not go out no matter how hard the wind is blowing that fire revival that fire and that flame that will burn with inside will also show the way for others with the light that burns within you let yourself get on fire for God so others can come and watch you burn and they'll see which direction you're going because your faith is in Christ and heaven is your home and we're on our way to glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Amen. Will you make a booking for an alignment with Jesus? Get aligned this morning. There's good news. There's an opening. He has an opening. There was a cancellation. You can get in. You can come in for an alignment. When you bring your car into the workshop for an alignment, before they even proceed to align the wheels, they perform a thorough inspection on all of the front end parts of a vehicle. They check everything else as well. It's not just an alignment. It's checking all the other surrounding bits. How's every other part going? Maybe this is contributing. We know the condition of our roads that we drive our vehicles on, all the potholes, Some roads lean more to one side than the other. They have an effect on your vehicle. As we travel through the journey of life, the very roadway that we walk on can have potholes. It can be damaged. It can be loose ground. It's not always smooth sailing. That's why we need to come to Jesus for alignment often. We need to come to him for alignment and get our lives back on track. We're not meant to drive on the footpath. We're meant to drive on the road. Jesus is putting us back on track. 
we need to cry out to him this morning. Psalm 139 verses 23 to 24 says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Let him lead you in the way of everlasting this morning. Get in alignment. Let Christ put you back on the track. Let him put you on the track to your destiny. The narrow path leads to life. Joshua 1.5 says this, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. He's not going to leave you high and dry. He's going to be with you every step of the day. When you get up in the morning and you begin to pray, there he is. When you're in the car on your way to work, there he is. When you get to work, there he is. When you get home, there he is. He is with you day and night and day and night. He is your front and rear guard. He goes before you. He protects you. He's there. He knows you. He sees you. He knows what you struggle with. He knows what your failures are. He knows what you um, have made mistakes with, but he forgives you if you come to him. Come to Jesus this morning. He has a phone number, Jeremiah 33.3. And I used to have a fridge and I wrote this on, God's phone number, Jeremiah 33.3. And the Bible says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. That's why we call God because we don't know. We need to call the person who knows and he knows. He created all, he made all, he knows all, he is all and he will tell all. Hallelujah. He will answer. He will answer. He's not going to hear that phone ringing and go, yeah, later on. Goes to message bank. Gabriel, can you get that? Oh, it's so-and-so again. Oh, yeah. He will answer as he's always been right there beside you when you don't even know it. We entertain angels without even knowing it. Maybe some of us entertain angels and other angels think, gee, I wish they get a new song. But you know what? He's right there beside you watching and waiting even if you can't see or feel him nearby. Not only is he right there, but he also loves you and seeks to be with you. Jeremiah 31.3, The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Come to me. Jesus wants to give you peace. He wants to give you rest. He wants to give you a hope for the future. When we come to Jesus, we become aligned. We need to stay aligned. Reading about him is one thing, but applying his word to our life and our situation is another. This is where the supernatural happens. The supernatural, not just the natural natural, but the supernatural when your neighbors and your family and friends think, oh my goodness, how did you have the money for that? How come you are still working during this pandemic? How come your health has always survived? How come you seem to have the answers and are peaceful when the whole world is going mad? Because when we apply God's word, people are drawn to us, not because of our expertise, not because of our know-how, not because of our cool hair, not because of our stature in society, not because of the car you drive or the lawn that you keep. No, 
but because Christ who lives in your heart and he draws people to him. Our Savior Jesus Christ is wanting us to stop and to look to him for rest. To look to him for rest. He says in our last portion of the verse, and I'll read the whole lot now, it says, Come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He will give you rest. The King of Kings himself will give you rest. He's going to give you rest right in the midst of your turmoil, right in the midst of your trial, right in the midst of the hard time that you're going through. He's going to give you rest. But what if we don't come to Jesus or choose not to speak of him? Then we will not get the rest that is promised here in this passage. We'll keep carrying our own problems. We all know people that have not come to Jesus yet and some of the problems that they face. Nothing changes. We wouldn't have hope if we don't come to Jesus. You will not get the rest that Jesus promises if you do not come to him. You may get a season of rest, but trouble awaits But the great news is this. God wants to give you rest. Hallelujah. 2 Thessalonians 3.3 says, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. Hallelujah. He is in control. There are so many benefits about coming to Jesus. And we're not just trying to fill our shopping trolley with all the goodies that Jesus gives us. No, no, no. We're coming to Christ. We're coming to him because he takes our, our life that we've ruined and that is filled with sin and he exchanges it for a brand new one. It doesn't seem fair. He gets my mess and I get his best. Peace that surpasses all understanding. This is what he gives to us. Philippians 4, 7 also says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The rest that Jesus has for us is conditional on us coming to him. Will you come to Jesus today? Will you align your life to Christ and his word today? He wants to help you and to have that close relationship. He wants to hear how your day went. He wants to chat with you. Find out how you're going from your lips. He does not want you to carry burdens that you do not need to because of what he accomplished on the cross. That full scripture says this, 11, Matthew 11, 28 to 30 says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Verses 29 and 30 says this, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Will you come to Jesus today? Don't put it off any longer. Will you 
come to Jesus daily. Daily. When we humbly come to Jesus, we can have our lives realigned to His will and to His purpose. Maybe we need to realign ourselves to Jesus today. You know, another word for realignment is renewal, transformation, reorganization, progress, development, and growth. Will you come to Jesus today? Will you align with Him and find true rest? Align yourself with God today. Jesus is waiting for you. He will not turn you away. He will not shrug you off. He has all the time and eternity for you. Let's bow our heads this morning and close our eyes in respect of those around us. We need to align ourselves to God and to His Word. We need to align ourselves to the one who is the living Word. Hallelujah. We're at that point where we can make a decision because here's the invitation. Come to Jesus this morning. If you're here in this place and you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I want to invite you to know Jesus. I want you to be welcomed into the family of God by making a decision for Jesus, by asking Him into your heart and asking Him to forgive you of your sin and have a brand new start. If that's you this morning and you want to know Jesus and you want to know more, simply lift your hand in this place and I will see your hand. And most importantly about that, what I want to do is I count it a privilege to pray with you. Anyone at all. This message is not specific for any age. It's for every age, for all of us. Each day that goes by, we need to come to Jesus. Amen. Let's stand this morning. We're just going to pray a prayer and invite Jesus into our hearts because there may be those that are a little bit nervous. And so if we all pray this together, you can, and you want to pray for the first time, by all means, I encourage you to do so. I would love to catch up with you after the service. So if you follow along with me, let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you died for my sin and you rose from the dead. Three days later, I'm asking you now, to forgive me of my sin, to come into my heart and help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. If you've prayed that for the first time this morning, as the musicians begin to play, I would love to encourage you to come forward and, and meet with me maybe on either side. doesn't matter. But also, I want to challenge the rest of us. This is also a time where the altar is open. If God has touched your heart and you need to come to Jesus for anything, I want you to come to Jesus. I want you to not leave this place, not miss this opportunity to come to the altar and let God do something radical in your life. I want you to slip out of your seats right now and just come to the altar and work something out with God. Do business with Him this morning. Amen.